It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Meghan Markle's unbearable grief. Her heartbreaking revelation after suffering a miscarriage. Then... COVID-19 checkpoint. Cars and buses stopped by cops at critical bridges and tunnels. And Dr. Mike, the sexiest MD alive, under fire for hosting a maskless bikini boat party. And Trump's Gettysburg Address no-show. His supporters still showed up in force. Plus, the mom accused of abandoning her baby on a stranger's porch. He just pushed the baby in the door and walked away. Then... Tell her to get away and bust that window. The sinking motorist. Oh my God, I'm going to drown. Can they get her out in time? Please get me out. Then, Talking Turkey with fitness guru Jillian Michaels. How to enjoy your Thanksgiving feast without packing on the pounds. You don't need a crazy ton of food. Plus, we're used to Black Friday looking like this. But what will it look like in the year of the pandemic? We will turn people away if we reach our capacity. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi, in today for Deborah. A stunning revelation from Meghan Markle, sharing for the first time the heartbreaking news that she lost a second baby with Prince Harry, a loss which caused, in her words, close to unbearable grief. Jim Murray has more. Meghan Markle is detailing the secret and devastating loss of her second baby. I felt a sharp cramp. I dropped to the floor. I knew as I clutched my firstborn child that I was losing my second. The mom wrote about her heartache in the New York Times. Losing a child means carrying an almost unbearable grief experienced by many but talked about by few. The miscarriage happened in July, but it's just being revealed today. Just weeks after the loss, Meghan and Harry worked this charity event, benefiting babies and young children. And now we know all the while they were mourning the loss of their own child. Today, Princess Diana's brother, Earl Spencer, offered support. I I can't imagine the agony for any couple of Uh, losing a child in this way. And it's so very, very sad. And of course, all thoughts with them today. Meghan's miscarriage came at a time of great stress for the couple. In July, they filed a lawsuit against paparazzi over photographs of son Archie. They also moved out of Tyler Perry's ultra-luxurious compound here in Beverly Hills due to frustrations over a lack of privacy. All of this occurring during a pandemic. 
OBGYN Dr. Jen Gunter says age can play a role in a miscarriage. Megan is 39 years old. Pregnancy complications unfortunately do increase with age. She says she can relate to Megan's loss. I had my own pregnancy loss at, you know, at 22 weeks when I delivered my son who passed away and I was just shocked at how there was such a culture of silence about it. Yesterday, Chrissy Teigen and husband John Legend appeared on GMA and spoke on camera for the first time about their pregnancy loss. Obviously, it's so painful to go through something like this as a woman, something that was inside your body that you were nurturing and taking care of. People now Meghan Markle says her recent loss has her thinking about that famous question from a year ago when a journalist asked, are you okay? So thank you for asking because not many people have asked if I'm okay. Meghan says this year has brought so many of us to our breaking points. Let us commit to asking others, are you okay? Are we okay? We will be. Today, the hashtag RUOK is trending with women posting their own miscarriage stories. As we head into the holiday weekend, COVID-19 numbers are getting worse. The virus is now causing more than one death per minute in this country. With that backdrop, more is being done to try to stop the spread, including something we haven't seen since the early days of the pandemic, COVID checkpoints at state lines. Here's Anne Bracogliano. It's a disturbing sight on the eve of Thanksgiving. People heading into New York City stopped and told to quarantine. There are pop-up checkpoints like this one near the Lincoln Tunnel, as well as at other crossings into Manhattan and train and bus stations. Authorities say that quarantine regulations will be strictly enforced. Those who don't get tested or defy quarantine orders face up to $2,000 in fines. This startling radar image shows America on the move despite all the warnings. More than 6,000 planes in the air. Meanwhile, Dr. Mike, dubbed the sexiest doctor alive by People magazine, is under fire today for party-hardy photos in Miami where no one seemed to be wearing a mask or much else. Video shows the doctor who has 10 million social media followers cracking the neck of a bikini-clad woman. That's after telling the rest of us. The one thing that works for everybody is six feet away from others, no matter if you're swimming or on land, making sure your face is covered when you're out of the water. A representative tells Inside Edition that all guidelines related to COVID-19 safety were followed, and Dr. Mike took off his mask only when getting in and out of the water. The surging pandemic is exhausting everyone, particularly healthcare workers. An ICU nurse posted this before photo showing her when she became a nurse in April. And this is her after seven months caring for COVID patients in Tennessee. Look at the toll it's taken. And I just looked at myself in the mirror and for some reason the image of my, my graduation picture popped into my head and I thought the difference was striking. Vaccines are on the way, but there are fears that flu-like side effects from the first shot may discourage some from taking the required second shot 28 days later. We spoke with Dr. Ashish Jha, Dean of Brown University's School of Public Health. Nobody loves getting vaccine shots, uh, but it's pretty safe. The big bottom line is that it, there isn't a serious risk, and it's really a short-term inconvenience that uh, we probably just have to deal with. There were angry scenes at a gym in Buffalo, New York, as business owners meeting to protest lockdown restrictions forced a health inspector and three sheriff's deputies out of the building. We will not comply! 
We will not comply! And as the death rate skyrockets to over 2,000 a day, Dr. Anthony Fauci has this final message on the eve of Thanksgiving. Keep the gatherings, the indoor gatherings, as small as you possibly can. We all know how difficult that is because this is such a beautiful traditional holiday. But by making that sacrifice, you're going to be prevent people from getting infected. It was being called President Trump's Gettysburg Address. Reports surfaced today the president was heading to the Pennsylvania town where the bloodiest battle from the Civil War took place, all to continue his unfounded claims that the election was stolen from him. Then his appearance was abruptly canceled. Les Trent has more. There was high drama today at one of the nation's most venerated historic sites, Gettysburg. Rudy Giuliani and several top Pennsylvania Republicans held a so-called hearing on election fraud. President Trump was expected to attend, but canceled at the last minute. He was going to join Rudy Giuliani for an event focused entirely, we're told, on pushing baseless claims of voter fraud. We are told that because an advisor on the legal team has now tested positive, this trip has been canceled. The president was a no-show here at the Wyndham Hotel in Gettysburg, but that didn't stop the faithful from showing up. Here you can hear a crowd of Trump supporters behind me. They showed up before they found out the president wasn't going to arrive. And here they are right now shouting, stop the steal. The president still refuses to accept defeat, proclaiming on Twitter today, 2020 is a long way from over. But many of his top allies, including Fox's Geraldo Rivera, are now acknowledging it's over. Many of you want me uh, to continue denying the results of the election, continue cheerleading uh, for the fight against the, uh, the result, the Biden victory. I can't do that. There is no realistic prospect that any legal challenge will overturn the results. The president has directed his staff to cooperate with the Biden transition team, but has not reached out to the president-elect. His chief of staff and, uh, and, and my chief of staff have spoken. But no, I have not heard anything from President Trump. Former President Barack Obama, who's on a book tour, told Stephen Colbert that he believes the nation is ready to move on. I do think people are exhausted and people just want to feel as if a day passes without uh, it being dominated by something crazy coming out of the White House. A poll of Republican voters showed 54% would vote for Donald Trump if he runs for president in 2024. It's doorbell camera video of a woman abandoning her baby on a porch, leading the homeowner to call 911. But turns out the homeowner was more connected to the baby than she realized. Disturbing ring surveillance video shows a young mom abandoning her three-month-old boy at a stranger's house. The woman can be seen holding the little one in a car seat as she rings the doorbell in Deltona, Florida. Moments later, she walks away, leaving her son behind. She pushed the baby in the door and walked away. The homeowner could not believe what just happened and called 911. I said, you're leaving your baby with me? And she said, yeah, I said, so you're abandoning your baby. What's her name? I don't know her name. I have no idea who she is. Authority 
authorities were able to track down the mom and have identified her as 33-year-old Melissa Kelly. She has been charged with unlawful desertion of a child and child neglect. The baby was apparently sick with scabies, a contagious itchy skin rash, and Kelly said she could no longer take care of him. As police investigated the case, it turned out Kelly chose that house for a reason. She said, your daughter is dating this baby daddy. The homeowner said she had no idea about her daughter's alleged relationship with the baby's father. The baby has been placed in the care of child welfare officials. Now, a heart-stopping video of a woman trapped in rising floodwaters, all while she's on the phone to 911 in a panic. I got it. I got you. I got you. Life or death drama as cops battle to save a woman from a watery grave. Please hurry up. I'm so, so scared right now. Her minivan is sinking. How high is the water? It's up to my window. Is it rising? Yes. Oh my God, I'm gonna drown, ain't I? Is there anything in your car you could use to break the window? I'm trying. The cops can hear her pleas through the windows. We're coming. She's on the phone with 911 the whole time. Please get me out, please get me out. I'm trying. One of the officers is up to his chest in the icy water. Tell her to get away and bust that window. Open the back door, open the back door. She can't, all the doors are locked. The window is the only way to get her out. You have to bust it out. I'm scared, I'm cold, I'm cold. Can I move to the back? Shut her, please, do it, please. Turn away, turn away. You can see how high the water has risen in her car. The officers haul the woman out the shattered window and bring her to safety on the bank. Is there anyone else in the car? Just you? Just you? She was panicking. She was afraid she was going to die. We spoke to dispatcher Jamie Steed, who took the 911 call, and Alliance Ohio police officer Christian Tussie, the hero up to his chest in the Mahoning River. Seconds after removing her from the car, the vehicle submerged completely. Thanks to these guys, the driver suffered only minor injuries. Wow. The woman was treated for minor facial injuries. Police believe she may have fallen asleep at the wheel. Because of the pandemic, online shopping this Black Friday is expected to break records, generating sales of more than $10 billion. But malls and stores are hoping to do big business, too. And they're taking lots of precautions to keep shoppers safe. We're used to Black Friday looking like this. But that was then. This is now. The pandemic's changed everything. How many people are allowed in? And this Black Friday 2020 will be unlike any other. This is the first Black Friday for the newly opened American Dream Mall in New Jersey, outside New York City. How do you keep people safe? So right now, it's everyone who enters the center must have a face covering in order to enjoy the space. So as you can see, we have one-way floor signs that keep people walking in all the same direction. And on the other side, they're coming the other way and this helps people from crossing over each other and getting too close. You can see how big and wide open the space is. So social distancing is relatively easy to do. We have hand sanitizer stations throughout the center. It's as easy as one, two, three. Maria Babb and her
her son Wolfgang are getting a jump on things. I'm super happy to be back at the malls. Um, we've always been a mall family. We like to walk around, look at the shops. With a three-year-old, it's just there's so many things to look at. CNBC's retail reporter Lauren Thomas. Black Friday 2020 is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen before. If you do go to stores, you will likely be standing in line outside for a while to get in, just as many retailers have those capacity restraints still in place. Brick and mortar stores were already facing an uphill battle against online competition. The pandemic will only accelerate that trend. But I don't think it's the death of the store. I, I think there still is a... Um, a sense of, of wanting to shop, especially for apparel, you want to go to the store and try things on. Um, and certainly I think many expect that that will return post-pandemic. And this is one American family that agrees. Malls are not going away. Look at these. Oh, my goodness. Back with war after this. Next, Talking Turkey with fitness guru Jillian Michaels. How to enjoy your Thanksgiving feast without packing on the pounds. You don't need a crazy ton of food. Then, the hit TV show that's making chess sexy. Yup, we said chess. Chess can also be beautiful. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The average Thanksgiving meal has more than 4,000 calories, but there is a way to not overdo it. Fitness expert Jillian Michaels beat COVID-19 earlier this year and is going small this Thanksgiving, celebrating with her kids and partner at her Los Angeles home. Personally, I, I was extremely fortunate that I had a very mild case of COVID. Um, and I'm, I'm doing great. She took us into her kitchen to show us how you can still feast without packing on the pounds. You don't need a crazy ton of food. Start with your turkey. Try to have the white meat instead of the dark meat, only because, again, there's so many more calories in the dark meat. Try this swap for mashed potatoes. Instead of taking these potatoes and mashing them with tons of cream and butter and salt, bake your potato. And if you want to get really healthy, put a little dollop of Greek yogurt on it. You get all the healthy probiotics and you still get the protein on top of it and it tastes amazing. What about gravy? Instead of pouring gravy all over your turkey, just have a little side of it, dip your fork in the gravy and then fork your turkey and you will literally cut thousands of calories. And of course, you can still have dessert. Go ahead, have the pumpkin pie, the apple pie, the pecan pie, do it, but have a small slice, not a gigantic piece of it. Great tips to gobble up this Thanksgiving. Such good advice. Jillian also says avoid sugary drinks and sodas and instead have water with a slice of lemon for flavor. And next, the TV show that's making chess sexy. That's right, chess. Bet you never thought you'd hear this. Chess is sexy. Checkmate. The Queen's Gambit is a huge hit. It's been streamed a whopping 62 million times, making it the most watched limited series in Netflix history. The series about a young chess prodigy is also making chess sexy. That's right, chess. The fictional character, Beth Harmon, marches into match after match, turning heads in the most glamorous retro clothes from the early 1960s. It's also inspiring a new generation of chess players, girls. Chess makes something that's impossible always possible. Jennifer Shahadi is a two-time women's chess champion. She hosts weekly online tournaments for young women. She spoke with reporter Allison Hall. Are you happy that the Queen's Gambit came out and is putting a spotlight on the game that you love? 
Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled that the Queen's Gambit is putting the spotlight on the game that I love, um, especially because of the women and girls angle. Chess sets are already a popular holiday gift. Up next, a dad photo bomb. Dad steals the show. First grader Delaney is working on a video presentation for school. What you're going to be needing for this activity is a unicorn stamp if you have one. But look who photobombs her. That's my dad. Check out his dad dancing. Then her brothers join in. What is wrong with this family? Nothing at all. It's just a pandemic dance party. So cute. See you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.